Coming to you live from Derry, Maine, it's the Hateful Geeks. This week on the Hateful Geeks, other than fighting off demonic clowns, we're going to be talking about the Wonder Woman uh, intro in the Flashpoint movie. Uh, Joker apparently is getting his own origin film. Uh, Lex Luthor has been officially cut out of Justice League, and the Cyborg movie has been scrapped. But more importantly, JJ's back for episode nine, bitches. Our savior. Before we start, yeah, I wanted to say like I, I hate myself. We've already started officially. Okay, yeah, dude. Well, then maybe people will hear this, but like, it took me a second to remember the main what the main reference was, and I was and, and I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, loser. Uh, yeah, <laughs> anyway. yeah, yeah, you yeah. loser. Um, yeah. All right, let's get those intros, and then we'll, uh, we'll get this. We'll get. We'll let you guys. Uh, whoever wants to get started, we we'll, can start with Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, welcome back to another installment of the Hateful Geeks. I'm Phil. This is Sweeney. I'm Andy, and this is Tim. And this week we've got a lot of news. We're going to be covering a lot of events have taken place the last couple of weeks since you last heard from your loyal. Uh, I don't know what are we nerds. Dorks, well, geeks, it's in, geeks. The, it's in the name. Yeah, fuck geeks. Fuck I feel like that's such a. I feel like we're we're boxing ourselves in. We're so much more. Anyway, a lot more. <laughs> but yeah, are. there's been a lot of uh, eventful shits taking place in the in the world of geek pop culture. Eventful um, shits. Eventful, like. eventful, <laughs> eventful shits. <laughs> I mean, I had a uh, wonderful shit last Tuesday that was just very freeing. Ooh, that that Tell is me more. So much more information that I could ever ask for. Well, yeah. So, I mean, but we really, I mean, we haven't done a, a news podcast. In a while. I mean, it's been a lot that's of very specific. Yeah. So we kind of want to get back and touch on a lot of stuff that's been happening, mainly in the DC world. Um, you know, so we can kick it off. You know, um, we all just had the Wonder Woman film come out this year. Awesome film. If you haven't seen it, you're fucking stupid. Go see it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, I just rewatched it. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought my copy of Blue. It holds up, brother. Oh, yeah. It does hold up. It well. holds up after four months. It does. <laughs> she was one of the uh, saving hey, graces of Batman versus Superman. Her own solo movie was great. And the rumors are coming out that a lot of the reshoots in Justice League was giving her more screen time. Well, good. Awesome. Even though she shouldn't have been in Batman versus Superman, but whatever. Yeah. I, um, yeah. You laugh. You laugh <laughs> about this four month thing, Tim. But some movies don't hold up really well with a second viewing, like Logan, for example. I loved Logan the first time. Trying to rewatch it is, is difficult. It's a slow film when you really get into it. But initial viewing, it was fantastic. I'm not going to hate on Logan, but Wonder Woman watching it a second time, I still loved it as much as I loved it the first time. Yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. Sorry. That was a little loud. Sorry. Woo. All right. Loud in my ear. Yeah. Um, so Wonder Woman is going to be in, is this the Flashpoint movie or is it a yeah. story? Or, I mean, yeah. we've already had Flashpoint story, obviously. Yeah, so they just came out and they said that uh, it is confirmed that Wonder Woman will play a role in Flashpoint. To a lot well, of the no movie shit. going people, yeah, they're, they're all like, whoa, whoa, cool. Yeah, to the rest of everyone else who's actually read Flashpoint, Flashpoint. you know that the main core are all going to be in it. I mean, the main conflict is, well, one of the main conflicts, rather, is Wonder Woman versus Aquaman. Atlantis is at war with Themyscira. That's yeah. like literally like the world, the world-threatening event of Flashpoint. Yeah. That's yeah. the plot. 
I should hope Wonder Woman's in that fucking so, movie. Do we have any other knowledge about this movie yet? Like about Flashpoint? Other than the Flash is in it? <laughs> I, 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 I am it's... told that Barry Allen will be in it. <laughs> I, I, think, the... I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> um, are we going to get more Flashes? I mean, I imagine that you, they'll, they'll get Ben Affleck and maybe Jason Moma to be in it. Or, which would be really cool, instead of Ben Affleck, maybe you get Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, because Thomas Wayne is in it. Thomas Wayne, yeah. You go he, back to he that. He does play Thomas Wayne in the Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice for mm-hmm. that quick intro scene. Huh. And does. And, and then Andy will rage because he hates <laughs> that Batman. No, I, I don't mind this one because, again, the, the wonderful thing about DC is the multiverse. So for all those who have not uh, seen or read or know anything of Flashpoint, uh, spoiler warning and... You're dumb for not already <laughs> Who seeing says it. Spoiler warning. <laughs> wait, wait. It's spoiler, spoiler alert. Who says spoiler warning? Warning. It's I'm going to tell you. I'm going to drop it on you. I mean, also this the story's like seven years old. It is. If you Six don't know old. by now, shame on you. There's a fucking animated movie of it on Netflix. Like exactly. you want to oh, yeah, watch Flash? That. You, you want to see the Flash movie early kids? You can watch it in cartoon form. Woo-hoo. So during Flashpoint, Barry Allen comes across the the multiverse where. Bruce Wayne is the one that is killed in the alleyway. So Thomas Wayne picks up the mantle of the bat and is Batman. And he's probably a little more disgruntled and (laughs) grumpy. More brutal. Yeah. Like the award for the most, uh, (laughs) what's the word looking for? Uh, Like tamed (laughs) wording for it. Well, so does he pick up the mantle or does he just become Batman? He becomes, yeah, he's just okay. Batman. Yeah. Batman. So say that at that point Batman does not exist, no, right? No, so he, okay. he is. He's, he's the Batman in the this Batman. universe. I'm Batman. And in a nice little twist, Martha is that your, that version. That universe is, I can speak like a big person. Use your big words. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, that universe is Joker. Oh. She goes crazy. Something snaps when Bruce her, dies. Her kid got shot mm-hmm. in front of her. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, so... Um, do you want to touch a little bit on the Flashpoint a little bit more? I mean, so like if you so for those that may or may not know what Flashpoint is, like I'd love to. Do you want to explain um, like what happened? How does this happen? So so Barry Allen wakes up and he decides that he's had enough of his mommy issues. <laughs> and he he's unbeknownst to him, he has gone back in time to stop the death of his own mother. And anyone who watches the Flash on CW yeah. or has actually, you know, read a Flash comic knows that Reverse Flash or Eobard Thawne is responsible for the death of Barry's mom, directly leading him to becoming the Flash inadvertently. So he goes back in time and like saves his own mom's life. Now I hate to break it, but this is a huge spoiler because he sort of just wakes up one day and reality's changed, and he thinks that Reverse Flash has done it. But the big reveal is that Flash did it to us all. It was mm. Flash who who screwed up. But the, all that aside, he go he wakes up. His mom's alive, though though he's got no powers. Uh, the entire world is like falling apart. Uh, there's no Superman. There's no Justice League. Um, Batman is like a fucking gun-toting maniac in Gotham and Themyscira and Atlantis are at war. Like Superman is like a a, a guinea pig of the government in like a basement somewhere. <laughs> the, all of reality is just turned it on its fucking head. Nice. And Flash has to like find a way to regain his powers and reset reality. So he did this without even knowing he did it? So he because because he, 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 he reset the timeline, he so now he remember. forgets. Okay, he does. And and the the interesting thing about Flashpoint, or to me, has been like even though DC has the multiverse and everything, Flashpoint is the DC universe. Like it's not another. Yeah, this isn't universe. like an else world. It's not like yeah, it's not like it's it's war. It's Earth four or Earth seventeen. Right. It's Earth Prime. Okay, 
And, this, and is, this, is this what born the New 52? Or is this... Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, once, yes. when, a, when Flash went back, because as, as Flashpoint's going on, he is forgetting things about the, the regular mm-hmm. DC universe. So as he goes back to fix it, the new 52 rap that was revolved into like what he remembers. So okay. Their, their thing of like, um, like Superman and Lois, I think weren't, weren't married or anything like that. Like he just forgot that they were together. Right. right. And so, you know, I mean, I've read it. I just want everybody else to kind of, you know, hear it if they haven't yet. Uh, and if you have watched the CW version, they do touch on that a little bit too. But, the yeah. same thing happens and Barry starts to like forget things that he starts, you know, it starts, his reality starts warping right in front of him. Um, so yeah. So yeah, that's, that's Flashpoint. Um, I think it's an awesome storyline. Not a, just a reset, like, you know, like they like to do, like Marvel likes to do a lot or, you know, DC's done it, I think a couple times now, hasn't they? They just kind of do it like three or four times. Yeah, they just reset everything. This is actually a good reset. I think it's a fun storyline, fun concept of the one person who can time travel outside of Superman doing it to save. Um, we don't I did. talk I, about I enjoyed it. I turning actually, the Earth I'm one backwards. of the rare people that enjoyed the New 52 mm-hmm. as well. So I actually really liked that unique twist to it. Like we, we've, we've written ourselves into a corner after so many years of writing these same stories what can we do to kind of reset it? So Flashpoint was unique. It was awesome. I liked that concept of it. Um, and I, at that point, Flash came became a little more interesting mm-hmm. to me. I agree. He was always kind of like that, the one note he was, guy. Yeah, and, he was kind of gimmicky for a yeah. while. He was like really like he he had a he had a very small rogue gallery. Um, it was really all contained to himself. And then this kind of burst him out into like the mainstream, I think, a little bit and gave him much more purpose to the world. Um, so yeah, the main thing that we were talking about is Wonder Woman's going to be in Flashpoint, which no shit, you know, that's mm-hmm. a given. I don't know why they announced that really. But do you think this is going to be like the next movie after Justice League or we're going to get Justice League and then we're going to get Flashpoint? We get Aquaman. Aquaman? Okay. Aquaman's done <clears throat> filming as far as I know. Okay. I think it's like, I think it's November of next year. I believe Flashpoint is still mark. looking for another director now. Mm-hmm. Do they already have one and lose one? Or? They've, lost, like, They've lost two? two? Okay. Phil, you still there? We nope. just lost Phil. Okay. Just lost Phil. Let's see if he calls back. Or I guess yeah, I can call him. I don't know why I'm waiting. <laughs> Phil, come back. Phil! There take, we go. All take right. three. Go with take three. Yeah, so um, Flashpoint... Lost director, right? Yeah. Um, the last rumor I heard was that um, uh, what, Chris Lord and Phil Miller, are those their names? I yeah, should, the ones I that were booted off up. of Han Solo yeah, are now in the running for Flashpoint. Flashpoint, yep. I should do research. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, it, was, it sucks, so... That seems to be a trend, fuck me, right? right? A lot of um, DC movies lose directors. Like, why? What's the big deal? Did they not like following the, the you know, well, the Zach, vision? I mean, or, Zack Snyder. Well, that's for some obvious different. Reasons. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I think it goes back to my belief that Warner Brothers just can't get out of their own way. True. And whoever. <laughs> that's yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I had WB, a thought after that. You fucking suck. Well, yeah. A, a lot of movies cycle through uh, directors. They bring people in, they start to work through the concept and then realize, you know what, we're not creatively together and they, right. this day and age with Don't. the internet and the rumors and everyone <laughs> wanting to get the scoop, it's just more prevalent to, to hear. And especially so because high, everybody's bringing in big name directors. profile. Yeah, so wish, once one is gone, it's just all over the place. I wish right. you would have used your uh, old man voice. 
And this day and age on the internet. Back in 19 dickety three. <laughs> dickety three. Okay, so who is the director? Did you guys say that? I, I, I missed that. I have no director right now. No director. Okay, so, you know. I'm directing. Get it, Phil. <laughs> yes. Breaking right. news. Breaking news. Ryan the Hateful Geeks. We have Phil, the new director of Flashpoint. Yeah, and I guarantee you won't suck. Six hours later. Hateful Geeks, <laughs> Phil has been fired. <laughs> <laughs> My version of Flashpoint would be 12 hours long. Ooh. And Wonder Woman would be like a 90% <laughs> of it. I just, I just made like the Dark Crystal bird sound. <laughs> the Skeksis. <laughs> they, have, they have a name. They're called Skeksis. Skeksis. Chamberlain. <laughs> okay. So Flashpoint, we know the story. Everyone, we want this movie, I'm assuming. Right, guys? I mean, like this is a yes. movie we would all go see. Yes. Yeah, I, I think, want all the DC movies, I, right. I, except for Suicide Squad. Yeah, say, there's that I, one. I think Ezra. I think Ezra Miller is being is playing a pretty good Flash, from what I've seen. Yeah, I, in the excerpts from the Justice yeah. League. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I agree. He's one of the the beacons the that points. I'm actually looking forward to. The high points. Um, I thought Flashpoint at first was a little early in the DC universe, but um, if it's going to do a soft reboot and kind of reestablish everyone again. You I'm mean, all for it. You mean get rid of Leto Joker? Yeah, if we could get rid of Jared Leto, <laughs> if we could bring in a different Joker, if we could uh, bring in a different Lex. You don't need to destroy an entire universe <laughs> to get rid of Jared Leto Joker. This is a very simple fix. In New 52, there are three Jokers. They have said they that. Have a, the, 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 the chair, the, the Mobius chair has established this as canon. All you have to do is just bring in a new Joker. And we can just forget the other one. We can just ignore it. And then, and you know what? Do the whole, like, cut off his own face wearing it like a mask Joker. Do that. Do death of the family. Yeah, do that. Just do get rid of Lido altogether and make him cut his face off and just start then over. Batman <laughs> could be like, what the fuck do you do to yourself, Jerry? You're not pretty anymore. Where's your tattoos and your grill? It's like, oh, I don't suck balls anymore. I'm a good Joker now. <laughs> Three Joker. I hate that idea so much. I don't mind it because it. it's. I don't mind yeah. it because New Fifty Two they did a lot of different versions of different people. I mean, it happened. I don't mind it now. Yes, Joker's like probably one of the, like the one characters you try not to touch and mess with too much right. because he is kind of a stapleton in in the a stapleton. He's <laughs> a staple. Stapleton. He's just a staple. Stapleton. No, he's a staple. I like my word. Stapleton. I'm stick by it. But this is big words. The Flash fucked up so bad. By going back and, and changing everything that I can buy that there I don't want three jokers. I just want one. That's but if not there Ludo. is three <laughs> yeah, and it can't be this douchebag. But if there's there's three of them, okay, fine. But so that brings us to our next point too. But to wrap up on Flashpoint, yes, we know one woman's gonna be in Flashpoint. Shocker, guess what? Batman's gonna be there too. And oh shocker, guess what? Flash is gonna be there. We know that. Thank you, DC. Thank you, WB, for this stupid announcement. Okay, moving on. Um, next point I think we talked about is Joker itself. They have finished the script for speaking of speaking of Joker things that no one wants. <laughs> the thing that nobody wants ever is a origin story for the villain. We never had an origin story for minus the the red hood falling in the pot. This entire announcement itself had better be a joke. And this script should just be ha, 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 ha <laughs> over and over for like 170 pages and like formatted to look like a real script, like in The Shining. I would just like that. Ha, 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 ha. If, they, if they actually pulled that off, I would, that would make me happy because... Just kidding. Nobody wants this we, crap. Like nobody. Nobody. And the fact that they have rumored, I guess, I don't know if it's a proven or rumored, whatever it is, Leo DiCaprio is in the front running... I'm, 
to be the Joker. I mean, I love Leo, but I just not not for not, the Joker. Not for the not for this. No, no, I wouldn't mind seeing him do it. My concern with it is not that it's an origin because there will be many origins for the Joker. It's up to you to decide mm-hmm. which one is true. Like I didn't mind the origin story and Tim Burton's '89 Batman. Right. right. Fine. Cool. Which is that'll always be the origin story to Joker to me. Yeah. Batman dropped him in a Vatican. And that's kind of like the, the Red Hood. Yeah, origin. it's pretty much yeah. the Red Hood. But my concern is you're going you're going to make this movie and then you're like, oh, by the way, it's not in the DC universe. Yeah. Then why the fuck? Do why it? are you making it? What's the point? Like, if the whole idea is to have a, a universe that is connected, like Marvel is doing with all of their movies, why would you make a Joker movie, which is about probably one of the biggest villains in the DC universe, that's not connected to the DC universe? I don't, I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat this shit sandwich, Warner no. Brothers. And you're going to eat it with a knife and fork, unfortunately. Ugh. And all I want, all I keep saying is, just get William Defoe to be fucking Joker. Willem, 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 Willem. William. The fiftieth fucking time. The <laughs> I always call Willem. William because it looks like William. Willem. My bad. Sorry, Mister Defoe. Get him to be Joker. I've seen. I've seen people do sketches of him as him. I've seen you know fan art of him. He would make. He has the perfect face for a Joker. Yeah, Willem Dafoe would be a great live casting and for he the Joker. Is psychotic anyway. He's too old anymore. Doesn't matter. But you does to me. But I hate to do this, guys, and it sounds cliche and on the wall, but fuck it, man. Just let's get Mark Hamill in the suit. Oh, let's yes. just do it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's yes. put some let's just put some makeup on Skywalker. He already does the voice oh, in the NBA series. You know he sounds that that he has that creepy ass laugh, that voice. He did also do the what the trickster? Wasn't that another villain? He was the, he was, he was the, which is the which is the live, Flash's and, version of the joke. Yeah, he, yeah. It, in both Flash shows. Yeah, Andy, didn't we know a guy who said that the Flash's rogues gallery was as good, if not better, than the Batman? Yeah, yeah, and we immediately told him why he was wrong. Who's, yes. a, who's this? Asshole? Super wrong. It's uh, a, a guy that you don't know. Yeah, it was guy we used to good. hang out with, and he came over one time. We were all playing Hero Clicks, awesome game, by the way, and. Nerds. He mentioned either I watched The Flash or something. He read something. I don't know what he. We did. were either playing it. Flash came up. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I think I think Flash has the best rogue gallery of all the superheroes. He needs, he needs to be insulted so in public." Let's just go through like a couple <laughs> of these douchebags in the Flash rogues gallery. Well, like, the, you tell me if even one of them is even close to a Joker. The trickster got is the closest. The top. <laughs> we got Top Man. Top Man. Mm. We've got which is like a Mega Man villain. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. We've got, we've got fucking Weather Wizard. <laughs> Captain people, Cold. People like alliteration. Captain We've Cold. We got the trickster, which which is literally like a manic depressed Joker with toys. I don't even know. It's like a mixture between the Joker and Toy Man. Yeah. Mirror Master. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Like you're literally going to stop the Flash by throwing your boomerang hey. past him. Yes. To come back and hit him. Hey. hey. Yes. He he became a Black Lantern and kind of came cool when he was a Black Lantern. <laughs> kind of even a stretch. Cool. <laughs> when he was died. When he was died. When he was dead. He was cool. Was my joke there. Um. And then you have, yeah, Captain Cold, I guess, is kind of a villain. The turtle. Really. Captain Cold's kind of cool, yeah. but he's also Mr. Freeze ripoff. Mr. Freeze, exactly. Uh, who else do you have? Gorilla Grodd, who's probably the main. Okay, Gorilla Grodd's badass. So I, I just I realized something, guys. The Flash's rogues gallery is literally a lighthearted version of Batman's rogues gallery. Kind of. Gorilla Grodd, K- Killer Croc, F- Captain Cold, Mr. Freeze, the trickster Joker. What the fuck? It's it's literally a complete carbon copy, but like for kids. I think that's what they were like trying the to G-rated. do. They were like, you know what? Let's make Batman, but a little nicer. Flash's, <laughs> Flash's rogues don't kill. That's true. That's actually, yeah. That is true. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Joker's just like, you looked at me wrong. 
Bam. <laughs> Joker's like, Joker has a, probably a higher kill count than every serial killer in like <laughs> United States history. Accurate. So, yeah, we're getting this dumb script finally finished that nobody wanted. And like, doesn't it like, last I, I heard like, I think it takes place in like the 80s or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be like 80s Gotham with the, the neon lights and all I'm, I'm already, picturing is Joel Schumacher's I'm Gotham. I'm already just groaning. <laughs> and I'm like, we've seen it. Bat nipples. Yeah, I'm already, don't do it again. I'm already groaning and like, I'm picturing a scene where he's just like dancing around to take on me. I'm just, no. I see him wearing oh. the Miami Vice jacket. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. No. But in purple and white. Is MacGyver coming in too? <laughs> uh, I was trying. I see Harley Quinn Magnum with big PI. hair, big '80s hair. Tom Selleck, he'd make a good appearance, it's like a mixture of like Madonna and like Cindy Lauper. Yeah, but crazier. Lauper, 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 Lauper. William, Willem, Lauper, Staple, Stapleton, whatever. Stapleton. We we make our own <laughs> words up, Tim. Tim, they're just words. They don't rule us. How was it? Did it? God <laughs> damn it, Tim! All right. God damn it, Tim! So we all agree. Fuck this. Fuck this movie. Fuck this script. Sorry, Leo DiCaprio, but fuck you too for even trying. And we're going to move on. <laughs> Am I the only fucking person who feels like DC is not getting their own memos? Like, we don't need fucking suicides. We don't need movies about bullshit characters. Oh. Sorry, I'm not saying the Joker's a bullshit character, but he is well, a Well, Suicide Squad was he, a bullshit movie, period. We need... DC films about awesome shit. Yeah. We need, I mean, Justice League, obviously, but we need movies about like Green Lantern and like the, the main Justice Leaguers. And we need, uh, we, I, I want a Batman movie. I want a new 50, I want a new DC Universe solo Batman film. And I want like Court of Owls or yeah. fucking. Or like bring in the Robins. I like actually have a good like Batman with a Robin movie. Like we haven't had any of that in the new era. Do Under the Red Hood. Yeah, do Red Hood. Like, that's a perfect candidate for a nice, like, rated PG-13 or R Batman movie. That can be he awesome. He would be the perfect villain for a Nightwing movie. Or Nightwing. Absolutely. There you go. So, I, I just think, I think WB and DC are playing catch-up. They just, they're trying to get on the boat late that Mar Marvel created with Iron Man and the whole series beyond that. And they're a little, they're a little late because they had so many, they had so many issues in the nineties and the early two thousands with what they had. And they're just, they're playing catch up. And here's what I think. I think they tried to play catch up. They were like, you know what? We're going to make our own shared universe and we're going to get to the justice league mm -hmm. as fast as we can. And now they're kind of stopping and going, what now? well, Marvel's <laughs> already done the, sh the shared universe and they've done it amazingly well. Mm-hmm. We have all these great characters, and I think they're starting to backtrack. Like, well, why don't we just make standalone movies? Right. Why don't we do? Maybe they could share a universe. Maybe they could get together. But if not, it's just a great standalone film. Just make up your fucking mind, right? And that, and and do do a good movie. That if you want to do a standalone, we don't need a Joker origin movie. No, give just us, bring him into a Batman movie. Give us the Killing Joke. I don't care. We don't need an origin story for him. It no. doesn't. The, nobody cares. Everybody likes Joker because he came out of nowhere. He's chaos. He's pure evil. Period. End of story. I don't need yeah, anything the else. Dark Knight got his origin perfect. They it did. was there is no origin. Right. How can DC be so fucking good at their animated movies and so fucking bad at their live action films? You've done it already, assholes. You just didn't do it with real people. Right. Just do it again, but with real people. Exactly. Yeah, and if you, anyone out there has not gone and watched any of the animated series Batmans or any of the animated stuff they've done with DC, go watch it. It's awesome. Most of it's on Netflix. It's all good. Flashpoint was a great animated movie. The fucking, uh, the, the Dark Knight Returns were great fucking movies. Mm -hmm. Justice League War. Uh, 
Justice League War was great. Superman, Batman, like Apocalypse was amazing. Mm-hmm. What was like, the uh, Wonder Woman movie? The animated that one. That was just Wonder Woman. Just, the movie, just bro. Wonder Wonder great. Yeah. That one was so mm-hmm. good. Doom. Doom was a good one as well. Yes. Justice League Doom was great. That's Tower of Babel story yeah, for those of you yeah. who are actually read comics. Yeah. So just just go over to your animated series and um, copy it. Real people. Gold. Done. Done. Thank you. Mission accomplished. You're already written Nailed for it. you. You're welcome, DC. Uh, we just made I you a ton of money. I my check in the mail, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of further DC, I don't know if it's a fuck up, screw up, whatever the hell this is up coming up, but um, Lex Luthor or, is now gone out of the... Um, what is it? Good. Yeah, so the word Justice that's coming Justice out is that the final cut of the Justice League movie that is being screened right now has zero Jesse good. Eisenberg, Lex Luthor. Good. Well, good, because he sucked in that one. So. It's awful. You know, I don't want to <laughs> hate on Jesse Eisenberg. The guy's done good work. Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, I'm not... This was not a role for him. Right. No. I mean, I think if it was written properly, I think he could have been a good Lex Luthor or maybe directed properly because I, I had hopes for that casting because I think he's a good... Was, I think he's a good actor. It's just they just they played Lex Luthor like the Riddler. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, it was, was so not neurotic. It was not him. Lex Luthor is it not was the Riddler. Lex Riddler Joker right. mashup. So like, of, yeah, and I can't. I can't figure out. All if he had to do was play Mark Zuckerberg right, again. Like, yeah, yeah. That, be, that, that's be, why I thought he was going to be a good. Lex be Luthor. the smart asshole that you were the social, in Social Network. Social Network's a and great movie. That's Lex Luthor. Yeah. So like, I don't know if that's just the actor's choice or was it. No, that he had Zack Snyder. Direct, that's what I'm saying. Or was it Zack Snyder? Not necessarily. Right. Zack Snyder is notorious for letting his actors find their own rhythm and do their own thing. Hmm. Well, this one he should have stepped in, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Like the whole um, Charlie Rancher scene. Like, yeah. Can I never? That can I never see that out. again? Ever? Yeah. yeah. And that's not something <laughs> Lex Luthor would do. No. Like I know I get it's it's to like establish dominance, but like that's not how Lex, Lex Luthor established dominance. Wealth. <laughs> level intellect. Right. Lex Luthor is a genius. He's dangerous because he because Superman knows Lex Luthor is evil, but Luthor has tricked everyone on earth to think he's like a philanthropist. God, this sounds really fucking familiar. <laughs> who who do we know that's incredibly rich and has made like the majority of people think he's not a complete douchebag, but he is literally a fucking supervillain. We shall not say his name. No. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> uh, you can find uh, us if we talk about him. Good old, good old, Fuck him. good old DT. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's gone, cut out, which is probably a good thing for this movie. I think it'll give us more of time to actually appreciate the Justice League and without this stupid interloper. That's well, I, really not at like this Luther. point too. He's the threat of Luther is so minuscule yeah, compared you, to what is coming. Yeah, you don't need you don't need the Justice League to take care of Lex Luthor. No. I mean. Yes, he is a he can be a big threat, but he's not Steppenwolf. He's not Doomsday. I mean, he's not any of these things. He's not Dark Side. Yeah. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. In the comics, Steppenwolf is no Lex Luthor, but in the movies, right. yes, I see your point. I, see, I get it. He's not really a well, threat anymore. And it's more of what's coming beyond Steppenwolf, not necessarily Steppenwolf himself. Right. Steppen. I, I kind of feel like Steppenwolf is a mistake. They should be leading with Granny Goodness and the Furies. Again, that's Dark Side's like. Vanguard of ass whoopery. Again, if you know, if um, WB and DC are listening, <laughs> they're not. Take our ideas. Just take it's them and late. run with them. It's too late. It's already filmed. It's never too I late. I want a fucking paycheck. I don't. I don't. I'm not giving my shit out for free. Yeah. So yeah, we're. I mean, I'm hoping. I really am hoping. Justice League is good. What I've seen preview wise looks good. Looks like it'll be a fun action movie, which I'm hoping it is. Um, we need to have a good 
kick-ass heroes versus you know hordes of you're, whatever. You're, you're, you can you're say being, that all you want. There's nothing we can do to that's going to make. We are damned if we do, and we are damned if we don't as DC fans. Because let's put it this way. Let's say that Whedon comes in, and he writes the ship, and Justice League turns out to be like a really awesome ensemble film, and the humor's there, the action's there, the plot is there. All the pieces fit. All motherfuckers on the internet are going to do is say, oh, Justice, Justice League, huh? Oh, well, Avengers did it first. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't do that because that's that's like, you can't say, you say anything about the comics. Like, both sides did the same, you know, story sometimes, but it's different. I'm going into this movie thinking it's going to be an abysmal train wreck and I can't wait. Really? I can't wait. I think... I hate from, you so much for thinking that. <laughs> what I've you seen, faithless bastard. I, I mean, even this, the scene alone with Flash is talking to Batman and he said, well, what's your superpower? Right. I'm rich. Yeah. Thank you. Like, that. that is like... We need that. I mean, also the the we part don't where, need that. That's like my beef with Batman. Anyone who listened to my top <laughs> we five know. knows that I hate Batman for we that reason. Know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like the, I'm cautiously optimistic, but at the same time, like I, I kind of. Think I mean, it's very trash. And I think it'll give us a chance to see some of the you know heroes we have never seen on a good big screen. Aquaman, Aquaman, who I mean, Asher. you know, Aquaman before. I don't. I don't think a lot of people will kind of made fun of Aquaman. You know, for a long time. But I think this is orange t-shirt and right. green underpants, and he talks to fish. Right. I mean, what's there not to make fun exactly. of? Exactly. But now we had Jason, you know, gonna yeah. be a badass looking off a man. Cal Drogo and threw him into the sea. Right. Exactly. Right. So hopefully, you know, he. I think what I've seen, he's had. He's having fun surfing on. Uh, oh, what are those things called? Um, Parademon. Parademon. Thank you. Parademon. He surfs on a parademon through a. Building. I thought you were gonna say dolphins. <laughs> honestly, I thought you were gonna say dolphins. <laughs> I, I hope yeah. so. I want to see him surf some dolphins. Um, when. When they started letting Aquaman talk to cool fish like krakens and great yeah, white exactly. sharks. that's awesome. That's much better. Not when he's like, guppies, come save this drowning swimmer. Right. Yeah, no, it's just bad. I'm going to get you. <laughs> and then we also have Cyborg. You know, we haven't, we've had, you know, some good Cyborg. I think Teen Titan Cyborg has been a good Cyborg. Um, you know, some actual decent, but... I've never been a cyborg fan. I, nobody is. I don't think no, you're going to find a no, true yeah. hardcore like this I'm a cyborg fan. Unless, unless you're cyborg unless you're goddamn is like guns. Yeah, the oldest Teen Titan, and they got to the point where they couldn't justify a 25 year old uh, man being <laughs> on the Teen, teen Titans Titan anymore. anymore. Plus, let's be honest, the Justice League was sort of lacking in diversity. A little bit white. I mean, white. John Stewart Green Lantern was like really one of the first and only African Americans in the Justice League, and then I mean, you had like you know, Vixen and, uh, God, uh, Mr. Terrific. I mean, but these are like, these weren't characters that were like the main seven leaguers. Like, so the DC, you know, I, I don't want to say they, 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 they forced themselves to get with the times, but they forced themselves to get with the times. They had a really popular hero in Cyborg that was popular in the Teen Titans show and the Teen Titans comic. And they saw how long he had been a Teen Titan before. <laughs> like, he's probably not a teen anymore. Right. So they they brought him up in the ranks, and now he's a, a new Fifty Two canon. He's officially a founding member of the league. There you go. Um, so yeah, we'll actually get a good, you know, maybe a good cyborg on on film. You know, he looks pretty badass. He can do some cool shit. As Takes, more footage has come out, you can see they've cleaned up the CG on him. Those, a little bit. Those first few glimpses we got of him looked really bad. It, it just looked a little, and obviously he is full CG because you cannot just you know have a cyborg. But um, yeah, the first one he looked, it looked like you could definitely tell. I mean, and that's just us being you know white first world, first world problems. Like you actually can see the computer animation. We 
we used to always be able to see that. Now we've gotten better technology, so we shouldn't be able to see as much. But you're right; they did clean it up a little bit. Um, and the, you know, he takes over the Batmobile, which is cool. Like <laughs> hardwires himself into the Batmobile. Yeah, and tells like Alfred that he's, he's got type it. thing. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty cool. I, I personally feel that if they didn't actually make a, a half robot, half human being for this film with practical effects, then it's just not really good <laughs> enough for me. I mean, they talk about what's it called when you dive into characters so hardcore. Um, Method acting. method acting. Yeah, they got they, he went full method. So the actor should have just went and got, got implants, robot and, legs. Oh yeah, just, I got legs, robot legs. <laughs> so yeah, but that so that I guess that kind of segues pretty well into our next topic. The uh, the cyborg standalone film is gone, scrapped, got rid of it, and this gone. has been the kind of low key news. Well, you know, I don't understand why they got rid of it because I mean I get it. You know, he's not, again, not a top tier like we just discussed. He was kind of brought no, in later. It's, but it's not that he's not top tier. He's, he is a new reimagine. I don't want to say reimagine. He's a retcon of the origin of the Justice League. Okay. But he doesn't have the fan following no. that the rest of the leaguers have. Yeah, so that that film, you know, I, I, I personally did not really know they had a Justice or a Cyborg standalone coming out. Personally, I did not. I had no idea. But now I know that's been cut. So apparently it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> so it does not impact you it at was, all. It's it, not yeah, matter to it, me whatsoever. It was in their original slate of like Justice League, Aquaman, Flash, Justice League 2, which I Wonder think Woman. has been kind of scrapped too, maybe? Justice League 2? Yeah. Already? Or or maybe it's not. It's on their schedule, but not. As soon as where, they wanted where, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, when we had Justice League, I don't know why you'd already plan a cyborg movie until you find out how well he's received. And then once he's received... Maybe right, then, then you can do, do it. it. Right. I just don't see him as being a standalone. Draw. Yeah, like he, he doesn't have that name recognition where you're going to get the casual fan to go and sit it, down and be like, like, I want to watch like, this. It's like doing a Hawkeye or a Black Widow movie without introducing them. Ugh. I wouldn't see those anyway. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way. Just, well, I know. Well, I'm, that, I mean, that's my like, yes. Yeah. You, know. you can't do a cyborg film if it doesn't become a Teen Titans right. film. Not right. if you see him do a Teen Titans film. That would be great. Right. That they're doing have, a live action show. Yeah. Right. Doing, but he's not in it. But what? How is okay, whatever. They're just fucking everything up now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They need they just need to they need like counseling or something. I don't know. But so Booyah. Yeah, so Booyah. I'll take I'll see a Booyah cyborg. Cool. <laughs> um and that and what would his what would his villain be? Does he have his own like rogue gallery I, I or is even, he I could I I can't I can't name Deathstroke. a Deathstroke. Okay. No, that's a Death No, that's a Teen Titans villain. That's a that's but not a cyborg. All, but that's the thing. So that's yes, he would it have is. to be Cyborg has gone up against Deathstroke. That's the problem though. Cyborg's entire identity is revolving around Teen Titans. So yeah, yeah. they'd have to maybe that's what they're yeah, going to do. Maybe they're like, "Okay, no more Cyborg. Well, no, let's see, do Teen heard, Titans." See, I heard Deathstroke Deathstroke's in the Batman movie, or he, he has a cameo was. in Justice League. Is he, that he was? Yeah, he has a they, cameo they in Justice have, League. Yeah, they have a they have an. He was going him. to be the yeah. It's Joe Maggio. No, <laughs> it begins, <laughs> begins with an M. Like Magno Magno. Whatever. I can't say his last name. Whatever. I don't. Mangieli. That Mangieli. Oh, that Mangelli. guy. Joe Mangieli. The, 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 the Magic Mike Tripper guy. Yeah, let's just make it up. He, he, God damn it! He Jeez. was in True Blood. <laughs> 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 Jesus. Sorry, I've seen Magic Mike. I mean, I haven't seen True Blood or Magic Mike. No, okay. When Affleck was the writer-director of the Batman, that was the villain. (laughs) Now, the the new director, which is Matt Reeves, uh, apparently was rewriting the script. Okay, so he's now... So it is not known if Deathstroke is in it or not. Okay. I wouldn't mind it. 
It'd be cool right. to see a brand yeah. new villain. Because didn't they? Because uh, didn't they even release a picture of him in the Deathstroke yeah. outfit? Yeah. Too? Plus, yeah. that's a good matchup for Batman. What a waste I think of, Deathstroke's yeah. a great matchup oh, for yeah. Batman. You know, you know, combat ability wise. Oh right. Yeah. So that would be a good, good. He was a he was a pretty good boss in Arkham uh, Arkham Origins. Uh, that was yeah. a, that was a pretty good part of that game. Absolutely. So, yes, yeah, we're moving on. We don't care. Give us something else uh, or make something better. Green Lantern. Yeah, that's what I was Where just about to say. Green Lantern. It's my Green Lantern movie. Yep. Well, they should. It doesn't suck. They should have done that with when Nathan Fillion was actually young. And well, we're going to get a Green Jordan. Lantern core movie. So, right. they're okay. introducing the core in the Justice League. Right, right. And then the Green Lantern core will get their own film. Okay. Like, for the whole, you're going to see every, like, light spectrum? I don't know if they're doing every spectrum, but we're getting. I doubt they're going to do Jordan. War of Light out the fucking. Yeah, they'll yeah. yeah. right the at least war. maybe yeah introduce the Sinestro Core maybe. Okay, yeah. so you have like the Green Core versus like the Yellow Core maybe. Yeah, pretty much maybe I watch that the red or something yeah you can like hint at that stuff or orange hint, you or can hint at the other stuff yeah for sure. And then you could bring in what are they called the Watchers or whatever the Guardians Guardians the thank you. You guys are totally mixing genres right now. <laughs> I just, I, I say things me. and they come out and they don't make sense, but I eventually get there and it works out. It's, okay. it's right in your head. It's there. So if it's anything, a long we've established that DC and Marvel have been stealing from each other for the better oh, part absolutely. of a century. You know, and it's, it's hard to get the pictures of my mind to come out in words sometimes. So, you know, whatever. Okay. So that's enough DC talk for now. We just really want DC to get their shit together, make some good shit. Let us see movies that we actually care about, not Joker movies we don't give a shit about, Cyber movies we don't give a shit about, and maybe make Justly Good and give us Green Lantern Corps the end. Okay, moving on. Sold America. <laughs> uh, so, Sold America. So I guess we can move on to uh, some better news since we've just been shitting on every comic movie right now. Um, new Star Wars film, got a new director. J.J. Amerson's back. Does it really count as a new director? No, since not a new director. Really, an old director. That one, I well, guess. yeah, because it was episode nine was being directed by Colin Trevorrow. Yes, and Trevorrow. Did, or however you say yeah, his last name, Colin Tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> the word coming out is that he is quite difficult to deal with on set. Um, with the success of Jurassic World <laughs> going to his head, yeah, he was not working well with others. So Kathleen Kennedy, who calls all shots with Lucasfilm and said, bye-bye. Um, bye-bye now. So they were like, who are we going to get? And everybody's like, bring in Spielberg, bring in back Lucas for some reason, mm, bring no. in blah, blah, blah. I mean, Spielberg, no, Spielberg wasn't who happening. The fuck, who, who said Spielberg? Who the fuck suggested yeah. bringing George Lucas back? You, sir, should be shellacked in town square. That's okay. what it was. Yeah. yeah, so people were suggesting Spielberg, Lucas, like they were throwing out big names, and uh, Lucasfilm was like, hey, this J.J. Uh, Abrams guy, he made us a shit ton of money with episode seven. Yeah, he did. Uh, you could come back. Nice. And well, I'm actually cool with it. Yeah, me too. J.J.'s easy to work with. He loves the material. As long as he doesn't remake uh, Return of the Jedi, we're good. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I'm excited because... You know, it's always nice when you get a director who actually cares about the source material, who actually cares about the product. And this is uh this should be a brand new Star Wars story. We haven't, you know, it's not like he's trying to rehash anything. You know, he's gonna be able to bring out a brand new story and it gives him a lot of freedom. He'll be able to finish the story he started. Yeah. With, yeah. The, new, with the new And characters. I guarantee you he had some kind of say with episode eight. Oh, probably, yeah. And I always wondered why they didn't just do that to begin with. I mean, I get it. Sometimes you want to have different directors come in to have a different feel to the movies. But like, if he starts a story out, like Abrams didn't want to do it. He didn't want to. He didn't, he didn't want to do it not because that would be six years of his life he'd have to dedicate, and he wanted to do other projects. 
Well, but he came. Whatever, bro. Yolo. You when you when Star Wars calls, you answer the call. He's already back, so. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he should have done all three. If somebody said, hey, Phil, you want to direct a Star Wars film? I'm like, just one? <laughs> That's all I get? Just the one? It was going to be five hours long. Give me a long. fucking trilogy. I could do a lot of work with a trilogy, man. Yeah. I'm just saying, I get where he's coming from. You know, family, I want to spend time with well, blah, I mean, blah, blah, kids. Yada, I mean, it's not, even, it's not even like family, kids or whatever. It's it's being a creative person and wanting to do, uh, wanting to stretch that, creati that creativity That's in other directions rather than focused on just Star Wars. Yeah. So I went to film school and even I find that pretentious because if Star Wars comes along, I mean, you don't sit there and say, oh, I have another creative project I want to work on. You go carve your fucking name into like the stones of, of eternity and direct a Star Wars film. Right. Three of them and that's what, that's what I, I think too. I mean, this isn't like, this isn't um, some, you know, hole in the wall movie, you know, trilogy. This is Star Wars. It's like a, a you know, a pillar of, you know, film. I mean, I, I get both sides. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I mean, and I guess maybe, I I think you could still do other stuff because there's so much time in between right. them. Um, but man, like, if, if someone came to me with the opportunity to, you know, set my name in stone forever right. in Star Wars, I would do it in a heartbeat. I mean, I, I guess I look at it more at like, just not wanting to make that, that big of a commitment, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it for, is a big for, commitment. Because that's a, because we're talking about three separate movies with three separate budgets, three separate filming yeah. you know, schedules and all that, and writing and directing and editing and all that. It's I, Star Wars, I, I bro. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, I understand his side of yeah. that, too. And I wonder, too, if maybe he wanted to get the first one out and see how it was received before he Possibly put his name too, yeah. on the whole trilogy. Because if it was like a crap show, you know, he wouldn't be like, oh, I'm doing two more. <laughs> and these all, the first one sucked. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. they had to woo him even to do the first one. He said no. I mean, I guess it might be a big, a big burden too. To be like, oh shit, I'm doing Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we what, are. What the do you fan mean they base. had to woo him? Uh, they asked J.J. Abrams uh, originally to direct Episode Seven, and he said no. So why? <laughs> let's, let's call J.J. and ask him. Uh, yeah. Well, well, no, I, I like. Well, dude, if I can get an interview with J.J. Abrams, I'd shit my pantaloons. But that's <laughs> well, not I the think, point. I, I, sorry, go ahead. I just want to know, like, uh, he, first of all, he, the guy remade Star Trek and made it good, at least for one movie. Uh, and, and he still throws in a Star Wars joke in there when R2's floating around in the rubble. <laughs> the guy was born Star Wars. So was he, like, nervous? He'd fuck it that's, up. That's, Did he think that that's what it was. I remember, I remember reading interviews with him where he was, he was worried that he would not live up to the expectations. Well, let's after, face it, we are the fan base mm -hmm. and we're some of the more tame right. of the fan base right. and we, we put hateful the in our names. <laughs> well, we at least bathe. Yes. But I mean, I, I think after Lucas fucked up with the prequels, I think he was okay. Right. I think he, I think he, anything he would have done. You can't, you can't fuck it up more than episode As long as you didn't bring back Jar Jar, you're fine. Right. <laughs> can't, you can't, you can't make a worse Star Wars movie than one or two. No. Okay. So we're, JJ's back. We're happy. I did a happy When does this one come out? Is this next year? Or? Uh, what? Uh, yeah, no, two, two years. Two years? Oh, so man. Just, and it got pushed to December. They were going to release it in May. In May. And it got pushed to same December, thing, which same, is I mean, completely thing, fine with me. Same thing with episode eight. Episode eight was supposed to come out like the last week of May this year. Yeah. Now yeah, I got the wait so long. I mean, December is going to be Star Wars month ah. for like the foreseeable future. Wow. Ah. Mm. I don't know why you're crying because I'm like, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I just wanted to wait that long. It's like an early Christmas present. Well, don't worry. You'll get the Han Solo movie in between. Yay. Huzzah. Fucking shoot me. <laughs> Please.
and do it first. <laughs> <laughs> or just just shoot. Just shoot. Just, uh, just, shoot. just put your heads close together. It's fine. Callbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that's all the news. I think we have of upcoming shit. Anybody have any any new items? I did see the other day that apparently Matthew Vaughn is still in the running to do Man of Steel 2. Matthew Vaughn is the guy who did Kingsman huh. 1 and 2. Um, I love first, that idea. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I'd love too. to have Snyder back to continue his great epic Man of Steel, which I, I'm... And you think I'm being sarcastic. I fucking love Man of Steel, obviously. But <laughs> I'm a big Man if, of Steel. If anyone apologist. could do another one, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be Vaughn. Huh. Yeah. Did anyone see the second Kingsman yet? I have not had a chance I to see I haven't it. yet. I'm, I, I, my, we were going to see it on opening weekend, bum. but Kat and I have some friends and they wanted us to wait, so we're waiting. Okay, yeah, I, that hit looks really good. I, I wasn't really sure about bringing the second one out because I was like, eh, I mean, the first one was so good, why try to ruin it? But I've had some friends see it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going Tuesday. Okay. Um, but nice. Not, so yeah. that may be an upcoming episode. We talk about the Kingsman series, yeah. which is a, a fun series. Okay. I'll tell you a movie I have seen. What's though. that? Oh, uh, that you beat you beat me to my segue. Oh man! I'll beat you like a redheaded step nerd. All right, let's let's sound off if we've seen it. Which one? Original? How do I? What, what do you want me or to say? The new I one. I have here. not seen the new one. I've so seen, so Phil has seen it. I've seen both. Yeah, I've seen it twice. Nice, Sweeney. No, nope. I've seen the original. Tim? I've seen the original and read the read book. The book. But not have you seen the, the new one? I've not seen the you new one. You fucking posers. All right. Well, how are we posers? <laughs> We've fans, seen dude. the original. That's like, that's like, no. Oh, no. I've seen the original. I've read the book three times and I've watched the new one. Yeah. It is super. It is. Well, Andy likes to go and leave his friends, but then go watch movies by himself and not invite people. Yeah. Douche so, bag. douche. I took Andy my son. You, yeah, the second time. Yeah. But the first time. The first Where time. Where was it? Uh, your son to see it. Where was the invite? I, uh, I didn't buy uh, the ticket. Who, who, I got invited. Can, it means you can't invite me? No, I can't. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> somebody else bought a ticket. You can't, like, hey, sweetie, I, I got a ticket. I'm going to go. Do you want to see it, too? Sure, Andy. I'd love to go. And Eat. Yes, Boom. I took. I did take my son. My, now, my son is 11 going on 12. Oh, and man. when you see it, it is rated R. But it's rated R mostly for the language. My son is in middle school. And I remember when I was in middle school, I heard every fucking word under the roof. So I wasn't. how he turned out. Exactly. So I wasn't. I'm not one to shelter my son from like I'm gonna avoid him seeing like gratuitous sex and shit like that because that he doesn't need to see yet. Gore, violence, language. I'm not gonna shelter him from that. Well, I mean, plus your son's a gamer. And that's that shit's in games. He's already seeing it. They've already. I mean, I'm sure you're, there have been words that have come out of your son's mouth online <laughs> that you would be appalled by. Probably, but he hasn't done it around me. So kudos to him. Yeah, that. And, Good on you, mate. And you and you've kind of instilled like, hey, this is adults. This is what adults do, not kids. And yeah. he's kind of respected that for the most part, as far as you know. Except for maybe was when he's with his friends and he likes to. My dad says I can do this. You know, whatever. <laughs> No, it, I'm not going to co-pilot parent Andy because in <laughs> my theater when I saw it, there was a dude there with his like nine-year-old daughter and this little girl was laughing. <laughs> Kids these days. And I got to tell you, even my, like my wife and I looked at each other and we're like, how creeped out are you right now? <laughs> by the movie? No, no, no. By this young person. This person's child is frightening me. Yeah. Right kids are desensitized. They see that shit everywhere. But he did. I asked him, I said, would you like to see this movie? And he said yes. And I told him, you know, it's a, there's some scenes that are a little intense. Now, the movie to me is not uh, jump out and scary. I'm, I'm scared. It's just got this very creepy, ha, tentious vibe to it. Well, there's, well, there's also no gangbang orgy. No, so. no. Okay, okay. For, okay, for <laughs> those of us who have not read Stephen King's It, it was a different time in the 80s. But there is <laughs> a, a way back scene machine. in the novel... 
There is a scene in the novel where the kids, uh, while and while they're in the sewers trying to fight Pennywise, are confronted by Maturin the turtle. That's a Dark Tower reference. I'm not going to go into that. That'll take a whole episode. <laughs> but the turtle tells them the way to defeat Pennywise is to overcome your fears. So to do so, they all have some sort of like pre-teen, post-teen sexual gangbang so they can all de-virginize each other and like it's just very fucking creepy and like, from a modern perspective you're like Stephen how yeah it's very awkward and and Stephen King how much coke were you on when you wrote this <laughs> I just I, I just want to know the proper amount to not OD anyway so yeah they of course even the the Tim Curry version and the modern version have left this scene on the floor it does not enter the scene the film in any way shape or form so, book fans, if you wanted this scene, you should question your own morality. But well, that's the thing too. Is everyone, he, I mean, I think they've interviewed Stephen King about this, and he's like, "So everyone, you know, gets hiccup, you know, hiccup on this scene, but they're okay with me killing children." Like, right. I mean, I, I get it. It is a gangbang or whatever it is in the, in the sewer, but it's like he's also killing children. That no one mentioned that. So, yeah. I mean, they're both bad images, right. obviously. But yes, I mean, so it is. I mean, I, I think it is probably best left out of a film because I don't think anyone wants to oh, watch even, that. Even I think the, it might be illegal. Even the director was like, fuck no, I'm not filming Right, that. I think it's illegal. I don't think they actually can show that. It, it is super illegal, even to pre- depict it in that sense. But the but look at look at look at what Andy said like a few moments ago when he was talking about like what he will and will not expose his son right. to. He talks about you know you know some swearing and some some violence as long as it's you know guided is okay. But you know like you know inappropriate sexual encounters are you know it's way too early for that kind of shit. Yeah, he is I, and, like I don't I, want him to see like oh this is how I treat women. No. <laughs> when, once so, you get so older, this is then one you of those. No. <laughs> but whoa, like, whoa. So, treat them res- with whoa, Jesus Christ, yeah. Andy. No, and I think actually but, in the the novel, aren't they also like teenagers? So it's not necessarily like children at this yes, point. They're like they're, they're like they're like thirteen to fifteen in that so, range. I mean, most yeah. of us have had some sort of experience at that moment in our lives too, not a gangbang. Oh yeah, Pacey. Why don't you tell but, me about yours? Well, maybe that's a Dawson's Creek reference. Ah. ah. <laughs> Anyway. I'm sad that you may know that reference. <laughs> I'm, I'm even sadder that I knew that reference too. Uh, I feel bad for both of you. Yeah. Oh, you should. So, okay. So, take us down. Take us on the new film. Then, you know, lay it down. Is it is it verbatim from the book or an old film? I, or I would is it- say. I would say at least ninety percent of this film, other than the fact that it's in the eighties and not the seventies. Um, is fucking really accurate. Like, it's really close. There's some mild nuances of, like, setting and uh, dialogue, obviously, because they had to modernize it for the 80s. But for the most part, the characters are, are true to their characters in the books and the original uh, TV, made-for-TV version. And the Pennywise is, I mean, the deadlights. I mean, for, I mean, for anyone who's never read this book... I don't even really know how to go into it, man, but I'm very impressed. I'm a big harp, like stickler for source material. And you know me, I like, I, if it's based on something, I feel like accuracy is your, your number one rule. I, the, the diversions they made, I did not upset me. This was a good adaptation. So I have not read the book. Shocking. Shocking. Obviously. So <laughs> going into it, like I, I did see the, the original, but the, the series TV. Yeah. The mini series, the TV series, the two episodes, and to me, Tim Curry was good, but he was like that. This could be any guy that comes out of a carnival, like kind of that was the creepy part of him. Like he could be anybody. 
there's a lot of people that would be very upset for you for saying that. A lot of Tim Curry purists no, I, I, think it's one of his greatest roles. I do. I liked it. I like that role. This Pennywise is more of that creepy, monstrous, like, you could just, you feel it. The moment you see him, the moment you're encountered with him, and they don't waste any time. And about the first 10 minutes is when you get Georgie and Pennywise interacting. And I've heard, I've heard from a couple of my friends that, like, that, um, Comparing these two durations is like comparing um, Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger, where like they're the same character, but they're just different, different interpretations. And they're both great. Yeah. They're both great for what they are. I prefer the Pennywise just because it is a little more, or sorry, I prefer. <laughs> they both Pennywise? Wait no, I prefer Skarsgards because it's just. It, I don't know. There was just, I felt more horror film vibe from him. It felt scarier. It right. felt, and I, I like the look better. I will say that the look of Scargars, Scargars, Penny, Pennywise is very, very intimidating. It's unsettling to look at. And I, and I don't technically have a fear of clowns. I just hate clowns. <laughs> I, like, I don't, like, it's like spiders. I'm not afraid of them. Like, I'll smash a spider. I'll do the same to a clown. But, <laughs> This, like, to look at him is incredibly unsettling. Kudos to the makeup job. Um, watching the made-for-TV one with um, with Curry, I look at that Pennywise. I'm not that frightened. No, not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of entertained. He's he's funny and goofy, but... And even, like, the, the when he, like, kind of half-morphs into, like, his monstrous form, <laughs> uh, even then, Surprise. it's not really frightening. That scene so it's not. That's not a spoiler. No, no, this movie's like. I, know, I just meant like. No, I don't think anyone expected that when they were watching. No, yeah, it. yeah. Yo, oh my God, yeah. And so, like Andy was saying, the first ten minutes when uh, Scars guards Penny, Pennywise and Little Georgie meet in the sewers, like the drool coming out of his mouth, and like you can tell, like he's like watering at the mouth to eat this fucking child, and he just the the creepy like pederast frighteningness of it, and then. He goes straight beast mode and like the teeth and the morphing comes out, which you didn't see in the TV version. Like, yeah, they immediately established that this Pennywise is supernaturally inhuman and down to eat your children. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, I wasn't expect. I was expecting, okay, Georgie's going to meet up with Pennywise. We all know Georgie's going to be one of the very first victims. So I'm picturing he's, he's going to get sucked into the, the sewer like Pennywise is going to. No, his fucking teeth come out. And bites Georgie's arm off, and Georgie is crawling and screaming, and it's raining, and the blood's just going. And then Pennywise's long arms come out and just slowly pull him down in the sewers. And I look over at my son, and his legs are, you know, the theater we're in has the reclining chairs. His legs just gradually pull up into his body, and I'm just <laughs> like, I told you this was not the TV series. <laughs> so your child's scarred now. <laughs> God, is it... I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love your son like an uncle, but I would have loved to have seen him freaked out of his mind for like 10 to really <laughs> two he, hours. He did a really good job. Like, when we got out of there, I even asked him, I was like, was there some really scary moments? And he kind of, you know, he was trying to act tough and he was like, oh, no, And I was like, well, what about this? And, you know, that opening scene, then you encounter Georgie again later on, but it's not, not Georgie. It's the scene that it you see in the Georgie. trailers where, where we Pennywise comes up from the the water in the basement. Yeah. To me, that yeah, to me that was intense, and then my son was like, "Yeah, yeah, that was pretty freaked out," <laughs> but he made me proud. He was like, "I can't wait to tell my friends that I got to see this." Yeah. And I remember 
being young and seeing movies where it was like, oh my God, I can't wait to go and tell my friends about this one. So that's kind of a cool topic. Like, well, do you guys remember your first scary movie you saw in theaters? Like your parents let you go see? Oh, in theaters? I don't remember in theaters. Yeah. Oh, let's see. I think it was, uh, I think it was Nightmare on Elm Street. I could tell you the first rated R movie that my parents allowed me to see. Speed. Ooh, Speed was a good one. Okay. But I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you a horror movie. I think my, yeah. I think well, the first horror movie I saw was at home. I was really young and they had Halloween on. Oh, yeah. And I saw Halloween. Original Michael Myers. I remember, yeah, I didn't go to the theater a lot as a child. You know, my single mom raising three boys, we didn't get to go to the, the theater a lot. Um, but being at home, I remember one of the, the first things that scared the piss out of me was actually the opening scene in Ghostbusters with the librarian. <laughs> <laughs> like, that scared me That's so much. That's a comedy. That, that, that scene's a little But she freaky. is creepy yeah. as shit to, I was like second, third grade, yeah, if that. Yeah, I can see that. Jason Jason jumping out of the lake. At oh, the at end. the pier? Yeah. yeah. At the end of, is it the first Friday the 13th? Second. Second. Um, I remember, I have a memory of sitting at the end of like a, of a, chair like a you know um and just falling off the i mean i had been like five or six but just, yeah and just like nope that's not cool that and poltergeist when the tree pulls the child out of his bedroom and is like eating him like i i swore every tree in our yard had to be cut down <laughs> so you didn't like evil dad either with that tree yeah it was scary as shit to a little kid yeah right. i i i think yeah i think ha- ha- halloween is my first like I was like a little kid and it was at home and it was on the the, the older kids. I'm, I'm the youngest right. for watching and that one scared the piss out of me. The first Alien movie is up there for me as like I've watched that way too young. Yeah. Way too young. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, horror movies are, are, are there for a reason. You know, people like to be scared, like to get freaked out. So I personally no, am not one of them. <laughs> just don't just don't let your kid watch Alien when he's six. Ah, you, are, you only puked. You're fine. Yeah. It's cool. Seeing little little Alien Little boo, pop out. Xenomorphs just scare you. It's Phil, right. what did you see? Oh, my first scary movie in the theater with my parents? Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> that was terrifying. Frightening. It's showgirls. No, seriously, that movie frightened the fuck out of me. It was awful. I, you know what? And I think I remember my first horror movie in the theater. Scream? I had been, no, I had oh. been like four or five years old. And it's not really technically a horror movie, but that fucking ugly troll will freak you out when you're four years old. Ernest Scared Stupid. That movie's amazing. Oh my God. I love Ernest Scared <laughs> no, Stupid. I, no, I love that movie, but I was freaked out by it when I was four years old. Nah. Oh, yes. Little troll. Oh, yeah. Turn people to wood. It's okay. I was four. Milk. Was four. Milk. Yeah, milk. Just drink milk. You're fine. <laughs> I was four. <laughs> Me, I was four. God damn it. Uh, so now we're going into Tim's. <laughs> I got to go back to my Fuck happy childhood. <laughs> I got to go to my happy place. So yeah, so back to back to it. Um, you know, I think they even interviewed Stephen King, and he's seen this movie, and he he was impressed. Like he he thought that he did not know the movie could be this creepy and this scary, even though he wrote the book. Like he did not imagine it being like this on the film. So that's got to be a good sign off for you know them because they actually <laughs> he is known as like the the king of uncomfortable when it comes to books. Yeah, and it did. It it had a the balance in this film. So the creepiness, the scariness, the tension, the, you know, something's coming the entire time. It's there. The other great part of this, the humor. Yeah. The, the kids, uh, 
was reading and uh, watching some interviews, they all got together well before filming started just to kind of hang out to get that chemistry. And it it, it pays off. Um, the standout is uh, Finn Wolfhard. Wolfhard. <laughs> he is from uh, Stranger Things. Best, and Best porn name ever. He delivers some of the best lines in this film and you just crack up. Tim, did you just say a fucking like ten year old has the best porn name <laughs> yeah. ever? How, fucking calling Homeland Security on your ass. How is Finn Wolfhard not a great porn name? It, it's great, but you don't say it out loud, <laughs> creeper. Oh, it's instead, and I agree. Uh, yeah, uh, not not that he should be in porn. Yeah, I never said anything about him. I said anything the name, about his name, being like Wolfhard. But thank you, thank you <laughs> for reaching that far. <laughs> who's got the dirty? Oh, who's oh. got the dirty mind now, fuckface? Whoa. I'll visit you in prison. <laughs> okay. So no, I won't. <laughs> no, no, I won't. But yeah. it, uh, you get you get the creepiness, you get the humor. Uh, they nail the eighties uh, to the T. It, it's great. There, all kinds of little Easter eggs thrown throughout the movie. Uh, when you're in there, the kids' bedrooms, you see all kinds of like Beetlejuice posters and other kind nice. of eighties references. Uh, Beetlejuice. Nice. Did you guys notice that there are Easter egg references to other Stephen King properties? Like one of the kids is wearing like a t-shirt with like an angry uh, classic car on it. Oh, really? Total reference to Christine. Yeah, I, I, I picked up on that. I picked up, like you were saying, on the turtle, which is uh, referenced throughout Stephen King's actual universe. Uh, Dark Tower. Yeah. Yep. And then um, there's actually pictures of uh, Pennywise himself. Uh, hidden in murals, hidden in some oh, of the nice. books. Uh, he just constantly has this presence throughout everything in Dairy. Nice. And it's just those little subtle things that you pick up on. But the movie spends the entire time focused on the children. So from start to end, it's just the kids. And when the movie wraps, it says it, chapter one. Yeah. And I believe chapter two is next year. September Spoilers. 19. No, I'm just kidding. 19. <laughs> So September 19, and that will focus with them as adults. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And there's no rumors yet of any casting decisions for the kids as adults no, they yet. they just said September. No. They gave it a date. There will be some flashback scenes with them as the kids, and I believe they've already, if they haven't filmed, they are starting to film already to, right, to keep part, like, the same yeah. age and everything. Yeah, that part I don't know. Cool. So it sounds like it's getting good reviews and Good reviews. It has it has broken yes. records yeah. for an opening office. weekend for a horror uh, film. Nice. I think it's also I think it beat Deadpool's record for highest grossing rated R movie. Really? I think so. Very cool. Maybe domestic or I don't know, but I heard something about that. Very cool. So uh, yeah, I definitely need to. I wanted to go see it. Um, probably not going to see it alone because I'll probably cry. So <laughs> I'll go with you, buddy. I'll see the third time. <laughs> we, we can all. Hold I hands I, together. I can. I mean, I am a large man, but I will admit when. I just do not do well in scary movies. It's just not my thing. You're not a big anxiety person. I am not. I just don't like it. Um, scary movies. Don't worry, Sweeney. We can float down there together. <laughs> Wait, does that sound like Kyle's dad? As <laughs> I mean, that also kind of sounded like a 1930s like news announcer. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I liked it. I can dig it. Can you dig it? Okay. Can you dig it? So on that note, I, I think that's, that's it for our show. I think we got everything in that we wanted to get in. So go go see it if you haven't seen it yet. And if you want to talk about it with us, you know, talk. We'll we'll gladly. <laughs> let us know what you thought. We'll uh, we're always down to read your guys's comments on uh, some of our recordings. To Absolutely. See what you think we need, we need your action. Come talk to us. You know, Instagram, Facebook, you know, um, iTunes, wherever you can comment, like, or you know, share our stuff. We'll definitely talk to you. 
I'm a lonely person. Talk to me. I I I um I've wanted to start a segment, and we I want to do something called the hateful mail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, Sweeney, plug our, our email address because I would love it if some of our fans would shoot us some hate mail. If you hated one of our opinions or thought we shat on something you really loved or we weren't angry enough, like let us know and let us know which of us wronged you so that we can publicize your feelings, you triggered, triggered person. <laughs> you sensitive, <laughs> sensitive snowflake. Um, so, yeah, so if you want to email us, uh, it's at thehatefulgeeks at gmail.com. Very simple. It's our name followed by at gmail. Can't get much more simple than that. Don't forget the dot com. Oh, yeah, dot com. That's important. It won't send to anything if you hit that like button. Yeah, hit that like ah. button. That share button. <laughs> get on our YouTubes. Whatever. Come find us. Well, uh, with that. See you in the sewers. Yeah, we we'll, we'll all float down here, bitches. All right. So with that, this is the Sweeney. This is Phil. This is Andy. And this is Tim. And we will catch you next time. Fuck off. Tim, can I borrow your clown suit? I don't have a clown suit. <laughs> You do now. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.